Thanks be to God and thanks. Thank you, Jean, for reading to us our text this morning, Ephesians 6, 10 to 13 and 2 Corinthians 10 verses 4 to 6. And I want to think once again about the battle for the mind. We know in the midst of this pandemic that mental health has been a huge challenge for people. And that is on top of a crisis in mental health in the days we were living in. Uh, reports would suggest to us that uh, up to one in four in the UK are living with taking antidepressants on a regular basis. Uh, we know we live in an age where many agencies are seeking to support those who struggle in this realm. And obviously we're hugely grateful for all the work that goes on to support people in that way. Uh, mindfulness is massively popular and on the increase. And uh, obviously uh, you and I as Christian people, we have uh, the blessing and the power of being able to use Christian meditation. There can be no better thing surely than to meditate on the person of Christ and the great truths of the word of God and uh, the benefit and the blessings that that brings to our minds. The mind is a battlefield and it's part of the spiritual warfare that you and I uh, encounter and experience every day. We know we don't struggle and battle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, mights and dominions, uh, the spiritual forces of evil and darkness in the heavenly realms. And as we read in that scripture, we stand strong in the power of God and in the power of his might. Over and over again, we are told to stand strong and to put on the full armor of God. And part of that armor is a helmet, the helmet of salvation to guard our brains and our minds. And the mind is so important. It's a key and a highly strategic place in the battlefield that is life. And you and I can be encouraged that the promises in the word of God, uh, the great prophet Isaiah speaks to the people of God about the righteousness that is going to flow from God to them. And obviously we receive that in Christ. And as part of that great promise, he says in Isaiah 54 and verse 17, no weapon that is fashioned against me or formed against me shall prosper. And God has equipped and empowered us in every way to stand in his power and in his might against the wiles of the enemy, against the wiles of Satan, who is our accuser and uh, constantly seeks to draw us away from God. The helmet of salvation is our uh, salvation in Christ. It's uh, a great uh, reminder of who God is and who we are in Christ. It's all about our identity. And in the battle for our mind, 
our identity in Christ is so, so important. Like I've said, the mind is a key battlefield and a constant battlefield. It never, ever, the battle never, ever stops raging there. Because what the enemy is seeking to do is to gain a foothold that can become a stranglehold. And then it can become a stronghold in our minds, which prevents us laying hold of the promises and truths of God, prevents us stepping fully into who we are in Christ. But thankfully, Paul reminds us in 2 Corinthians 10 that uh, the weapons of our warfare are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. They carry divine power for pulling down strongholds. So this, even the strongholds that the enemy may establish, the word of God uh, can pull them down. As we stand in God's strength, as we take authority in the name of Christ, as we cast down every high thing, every thought and every argument that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God, then the strongholds of the enemy come tumbling down and the truth and the freedom and the life of God flow into us in its place. Repeatedly, the enemy comes against us with those fiery darts. Not only do we have a helmet of salvation to protect that area of our bodies, but we also have a shield to put out the flaming darts of the enemy, the lies, the accusations, the deceptions, and the temptations that he constantly sends our way. We need to stand strong and keep operating in faith. The enemy is seeking to bring unbelief and doubt and uh, fear into our lives. But uh, every one of us can have a doubt. Every one of us can have questions. But questions and doubts must constantly remain the servants of faith. This slide is busy. It's a little bit chaotic. That was deliberate. And that was to try and give a picture of sometimes the, the busyness and uh, the constant chaos that uh, ensues in our minds at times. Our minds are busy places. They're active places. Questions, doubts. Uh, seeking to understand and uh, constantly having those accusations, those lies, those deceptions, those temptations thrown at us, uh, bombarding us from every different direction. But uh, like I say, we have the shield to put out those fiery darts and we have the helmet to protect our minds. Standing strong in faith and standing strong in our identity in Christ, taking our authority and using the word of God to overcome the enemy. We are all in the army. We all have the armor, uh, but we're all deployed in slightly different places in the army. We fight a common enemy, uh, and uh, we are all seeking to overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. But think about where you might be lined up on the battlefield. The individual foes that would come against you will be different than the ones that come against me. And it's no different in the battle for our minds and the battle we all face in life. We have to uh, take on uh, your the lies that come to you 
and the accusations that you face, the temptations that you have to overcome, they are different than the ones I have to. So we have to fight our own battles in that respect, strengthened uh, in Christ and empowered by the Spirit. We can take down the giants that the enemy would uh, array against us. How do we do that? Well, Jesus Christ gives us a wonderful example in his temptations in the wilderness, uh, the lies and accusations, uh, the deceptions that came against him uh, are what constantly come against the people of God. And uh, way back in Genesis, when uh, the Satan in his sly and deceptive and scheming ways, uh, pictured as a serpent, comes against Adam and Eve, the words he uses, did God really say? Did God really say? The enemy will always seek to undermine the goodness and the love of God in our lives. That will be his first point of attack. And obviously, Adam and Eve succumb to that. We need to be ever vigilant that we don't. And Jesus in his temptations, if you truly are the son of God, it's an attack on his identity. If you truly are the son of God, that is immediately following that wonderful experience at his baptism, where you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Great messianic promises from the Old Testament fulfilled in Christ. He's had that such powerful affirmation at his baptism and the spirit of God has come down in the form of a dove and has stayed upon him and he's never going to leave. Uh, but Satan wants to immediately attack that identity. So it's the goodness and the character and the love of God. And it's who we are in God that he seeks to attack. He uses three main forms, our appetites, our need and craving for approval and our ambitions. Jesus is asked to turn stones into bread because he's been fasting and he's hungry uh, after 40 days. But it's symbolic of all the different appetites we face in and through our bodies and our appetites have to uh, be kept in check. We can't afford to let them run riot. We need to exercise self-control over them and uh, strength of the spirit to enable us to do that. And uh, so let us always be uh, watchful in that ways. And then Jesus is offered uh, all the kingdoms of this world if you will just bow down and worship me, says Satan. Uh, he is seeking our worship, to draw our worship away from the worship of Father, Son and Holy Spirit, the one true God. These are the constant battles we're facing in our minds. So many different distractions and ways that the enemy seeks to get our worship in different things. What is it we worship? What is it we give our time and attention to? It needs to be truly focused it on the Lord our God. Worship only God, says Jesus. And th then he takes him up to that highest point on the uh, temple 
and says, throw yourself off because the angels will bear you up, quoting from a psalm, uh, but quoting it out of context. Uh, because as Jesus does that, obviously, everyone's going to be massively impressed. He's going to gain the approval of everybody instantly. But really, we Jesus says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. The only approval we ever need, and it's always more than enough, is the approval of the audience of one and the approval of our Father, because we have walked in obedience to him. Each and every one of us in so many different ways has that constant battle in our minds where we're seeking in little scheming ways to uh, draw out the approval and the appreciation from other people. I'm not saying don't appreciate people. I encourage you to appreciate people because it does encourage them. But what I am saying is don't go seeking it. We need to know we've done a good job. We need to know we've pleased the Father's heart. We've walked in obedience and that is enough. And uh, But these are the constant battles we're facing in our mind. That battle never, ever goes away. And the reason it never goes away, even when Jesus overcame the enemy, it said the enemy left him seeking a more, a, another opportune time to visit him. So even though we win a victory, we need to be ready for the next battle because it's an ongoing battle until Jesus returns. So we need to stay sober. We need to stay vigilant. We need to stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh, here's a wonderful encouragement to us. It's, uh, this is the writer to the Hebrews encouraging the people that in Christ they have received a new covenant. He's quoting the great prophet Jeremiah from Jeremiah 31. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their mind and write them on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. God is writing his law on our minds and in our hearts. Jesus overcame in the battle. He was led by the spirit to that time of testing and he used the word of God to overcome. In this constant battle in our minds, let's be encouraged that the mind, uh, the law of God, the word of God is being written on our minds and in our hearts. You can help that process by reading it regularly and daily time spent in the scriptures is so important. I don't think Jesus got his Bible out uh, when Satan challenged him and turned to Deuteronomy chapter eight and quoted it chapter and verse. I think he knew it because he'd spent time in the scriptures and you and I need to spend time in the scriptures and you and I need to stay constantly open to the Holy Spirit so that led by the Spirit and using the word of God we can use those mighty weapons for pulling down the strongholds of the enemy. Stay sharp, constantly uh, seeking to manage what is going on in our minds. If you don't manage your mind, your mind will manage you the anxieties the cares the worries of life will overtake you jesus tells us not to be worried about those things because our father is going to feed us and our father is going to clothe us 
more beautiful, uh, like the lilies of the field that are more beautiful than the, all the greatest splendor that Solomon could have from the Queen of Sheba. And like the birds to trust that the Lord will provide for us every day. Of course, that's a part of the Lord's prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. We are to be people that live constantly, faithfully trusting the Lord our God to provide for us. Manage your mind because your thoughts control your life. Uh, attitudes express themselves in actions and beliefs are always flow over into behavior. What takes place in our minds works out through our bodies. Win the battle in the mind and we win the battle in our bodies. Seek and align ourselves with the will and word and ways of God in our minds and in our hearts and our bodies will live in God's will, God's way. Stay sober, stay vigilant, keep watch and stand strong in the power of his might. Three little ways just to encourage us practically to do that. Constantly we need to be being led by the spirit and we need to be sharp in the word of God. We need to read it. We need to know it. We need to memorize it. But uh, also let's think about up and in and out. Uh, up, we can engage in the spiritual battle through prayer and praise. And there are many, many different expressions of that. Constantly looking to God. Uh, that is how we stay strong and stand in the power of his might, uh, giving our lives to prayer and our lives expressing the praise of the one true God uh, each and every day. You and I in, we are part of a community. We are part of a family of God and God has called us as the tribe of Christchurch. We can help one another in the battle. I can pray for you and you can pray for me. I can encourage you and exhort you and you can encourage and exhort me. We can put our shields together at times like the uh, Roman soldiers would have done with their tortoise formation or the Greeks with their phalanx formation and that can help us to fight together in the battle and uh, so unity and forgiveness. Don't forget we are part of a forgiving community where the fount of God's love and forgiveness flows from the sacrifice of Christ. And obviously we constantly need to be a people who are not just focused on up and in, but have an out in our lives. We are active in the work and the words and the wonders of the kingdom, the gospel and the kingdom working itself out through uh, God's miracle working power through words, works and wonders in our lives. As we get a good balance in all of those areas, it will help us to keep fighting that spiritual battle for the mind. Let us pray for one another. And just as a prophetic act in uh, response as we pray, let's just put our hands over our heads, a bit like uh, that helmet uh, sitting on us. And let's ask the Lord just to strengthen us in this fight. Father, we thank you that you never leave us or forsake us. We thank you for your wonderful provision in Christ and through the Spirit. We thank you for the armor, Lord. We thank you for that uh, amazing helmet of salvation to guard our minds. And we thank you, Lord, for the shield of faith to put out those flaming arrows. Teach us and strengthen us to use 
those mighty weapons of our warfare to bring down every stronghold and every thought that would exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ. Father, strengthen us in our minds. We thank you that you've promised us uh, a sound mind. You've promised us the mind of Christ. You've promised, Lord, that you'll write your word in our minds and on our hearts. Strengthen us in those realms, O oh Lord. Father, just uh, increase our ability to walk and stay in step. Be sensitive to your Holy Spirit, O oh Lord. And Father, we break every foothold. We break every stranglehold. We break every stronghold of the enemy over our minds right now in Jesus' name. We say whom the Son set free is free indeed. And Father, we release your truth and we release your freedom to every mind in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be free in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you always enable us to stand strong in you and that we overcome in and through him who loved us. Thank you, Lord, that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and help us to keep overcoming in this area, in them through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.